0: Ahoy, and welcome to a very special Two White Guys Talking Film with me, Tyler, and Ben, where we talk about Jaws. It's the 4th of July, so we thought we'd do a very special little one-off episode where we talked about one of the greatest films of all time, a movie yes. I had never seen
1: before. <laughs> hold hold on, hold on. My, my, hold on. Damn it, Man. You had to do it right before we moved. Now I have to clean that wall because my head just exploded.
0: You had never (laughs) seen Jaws before? Yeah, I'd never seen it all the way through. I'd seen most of it,
1: but I'd never watched it beginning to end before, if that makes sense. Okay, guys, you're probably asking yourselves, wait, what's going on here? Why isn't there a second film? Occasionally, in my opinion, and we kind of discuss this off show, if a movie really strikes a perfect time of year or strikes our fancy for some reason because it's related to something... We're going to talk about it. It doesn't always have to be this. These are what we're going to call, like, little mini-sodes. This won't be as in-depth as, like, anything you've heard recently. But we just, we feel the need that it's July 4th. I watch Jaws every July 4th. I do three things. I have a glass bottle of Coke, I have a hot dog, and I watch Jaws. That's my July 4th tradition.
0: It's a really good tradition. I It was one of those movies that, like, my parents would always just, like, turn on, like, and ending out like sometimes when it was like on they'd be like "Ah, oh, let's watch jaws so i'd never seen like it from like fully all the way through but i've mm-hmm. definitely i definitely know the movie pretty well or i thought i knew it pretty well <well,ASTNH2> until <laughs> so i rewatched it all the
1: way through and i, I, I mean, was like
0: huh
1: i would say if, if we're gonna title this segment it's movies you obviously have seen <laughs> like, yeah
0: yeah movies you definitely should
1: have seen <laughs> You've at least seen part of it, yeah. Yeah,
0: I uh, t- I have a friend of mine, uh, old comedy friend from back in the day, and I told him like yeah, I've never seen Jaws, and he's like, "You've never seen Jaws?" <laughs> he,
1: he was like, "What are you talking about? You've never seen Jaws." It's, well, it's it's baffling on two levels: one because you've never seen Jaws, yeah. Two because you're you're an avid film watcher, you're you're a cinephile. Mm-hmm. This is arguably and. I don't know when. No, they're going to hear this before. And at some point in the future, you'll hear a movie that I say is in my top five of all time. And to say that this also doesn't sit on that list would be untrue. This is this is one of my five favorite movies of all time. You can put this movie on at any point. And it works.
0: Yeah, no, it's a really good movie. I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you don't see it when it, like, when you probably should have, which I probably should have saw it when I was like 10 or 10, 12 is probably a good time to see it. You don't see it then, and then everybody's like, oh, it's like a great movie, why haven't you seen it? And then you just kind of like resist seeing it, because you're like, well, if not, I haven't seen it now, why would I start, you know, I'm 26?
1: You have to watch it at a certain point. This is my tweet length review on it. One of the best films ever made such a sweet and simple premise in the vein of man versus nature. Three excellent lead performances directed masterfully by a young filmmaker at the start of a very long and wonderful career. The film that invented the summer blockbuster. This is Jaws. No, yeah. I mean, how, I mean we can't we don't really need to go into the plot. I think there are two acts to this film. There is before they go to hunt the shark and when they're hunting the shark
0: it's definitely structured like a three-act thing but the third act is them on a boat
1: <laughs> let's talk about the three leads first let's talk about shaw Scheider, and dreyfus mm-hmm. let's talk about Rich Scheider in it's cold
2: <laughs> we know all about you chief you don't go in the water at all do you some bad hat harry Chief Brody, you are uptight. Yes. Come on. This it.
1: I think I wrote down at one point Roy Scheider could have walked into any bar and just fucked any woman he wanted. Good for Roy Scheider. Really? I, just, I feel like both of the
0: like the two other male leads are that stereotypical like '70s lead where it's like they're not handsome, but they're attractive.
1: See, like, Roy not Scheid- good looking. See, Roy Scheider... Wait, which one do you think... Wait, Roy Scheider's the police chief. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Really, you don't think Roy Scheider was a handsome guy? I think Roy uh, Scheider had that 70s handsome.
0: Yeah, he's got, like, weird face. Like, his face just kind of looks... He looks like a human. And that's the thing. It's, like, the 70s actor. Like, he looks like a human being. He doesn't look like a movie star.
1: (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But Um, that was what the 70s would yield, was great
0: human-looking
1: movie stars.
0: I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying, like, he... I don't think he's, like otherworldly attractive. I think he's good looking for a human being.
1: And he's the perfect guy to play this everyman hero. Mm -hmm. However, to have an everyman hero, you need to have a villain. And that villain is just simply a fucking shark. And what causes this hero to have to stand up and say, no, Mr. Shark, you're not going to eat any more people on this beach community that I came to, even though I'm afraid of the water, is that a young woman named Chrissy goes swimming with a guy And she gets fucking destroyed by this shark. I mean, it's psycho level good where you're just like, well, I didn't think this was going to happen so quickly.
0: She becomes fucking mincemeat, dude. Like, she gets ripped to shreds. It is.
1: upsetting oh god oh, god. oh god. <laughs> and she and she's selling it by the way i don't know how spielberg got that performance out of her he's like look i have a shark that is in a cage right now and i will let it out by the way that shark was raised by nazis
0: he he looked at her and he was like either you do it right or you drown i don't know which one happens first either way
1: because, look if you want to if you want to hear how spielberg's a monster go to my other podcast high weirdness that's where greg talks about it so this woman is killed, and Chief Brody, played by Roy Scheider, has to stop. By the way, all of them have first names that start with R. I love that. that is, that's, um, nice. that's
0: nice. It's nice little symmetry.
1: Yeah, it looks good. So Roy Scheider has to figure out how to stop this shark from killing people, and it's at this point that he says, like, hey, we're going to close the beaches. By the way, the mayor, played by Murray Hamilton, won, But you know what? We're just going to do it right now. It's Cypher, someone to be named later, Murray Hamilton... And Bobby Peru are our Mount. Rushmore. <laughs> what do you think? Is, uh, I is that about, about Bobby right?
0: Peru. I don't want yeah. Bobby Peru to be on the Mount Rushmore because his face freaks me out.
1: He's gotta be on there. You uh, know what? You know what? Uh, you know what? How about this? He's the Lincoln. His head is turned slightly to the side, so you can only see the side profile of the teeth. Let's just put a plastic bag over that one. This is always in construction. It's under construct it's constantly under remodel. Ooh. Okay, fair enough. But just I think those are actually, right. I think those are our four shit heels. Yeah. It's not listen, to, listen to episode 13 to know who our last shit heel is. We won't be spoiling it here. Okay, Albert. Come on, you go- your not it. it up. Charlie. On, Charlie, take me out of those kids.
3: Martin? Martin, you you're gonna shut down the beaches on your own authority? Well, what other authority do I need? So technically, you need a civic ordinance or a resolution by a board of select... That's just going by the book. We're really a little anxious that you're uh, you're rushing into something serious here. It's your first summer, you know. What does that mean? I'm only trying to say that Amity is a summer town. We need summer dollars. If people can't swim here, they'll... Swim at the
2: beaches
1: of Cape Cod, the Hamptons, Long Island. That doesn't mean we have to serve them up a board. We never had that kind of trouble in these waters. Well, what else could have done that to that girl? Boat for belly? Well, I think, uh, possibly, uh, yes, a boating accident. That's action, not what you told action. me over the phone.
2: I was wrong. We'll have to amend our reports.
3: And you'll stand by I'll that? I'll stand by you. Martin. Right. A uh-huh. Summer girl goes swimming. Swims out a little far your tires, fishing boat comes along. It's happened before. I don't think you appreciate the gut reaction people have to these things.
2: Harry, I appreciate it. I'm just reacting to what I was told. Martin, it's
3: all psychological. You yell barracuda. You're right, sis. Huh? What? You yell shark.
2: We've got a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. Okay, you can take us back now.
0: The way Murray Hamilton not only goes to confront Roy Schneider while he's
1: alone, but brings like six identical men. (laughs) But no, no, no. See, they're not because the person who obviously holds power in that town is the man who holds the jacket that has all the anchors on it. I want that fucking jacket. (laughs) I want that fucking jacket. I want to just go as Murray Hamilton's character from Jaws every Halloween. And it's just like, you're just like, fuck, I don't I don't know where he found all these people. Everyone in this movie is fucking perfectly cast.
0: Yeah, no, it's pitch perfect. Everybody is in the role that they should be. Like Richard Dreyfuss, who we'll probably talk about later.
1: There's a kid in this movie, and usually kids ruin movies. They're real bad. Unless, of course, you have Stanley Kubrick or Steven Spielberg directing them, and then they're fucking amazing. And there's a scene where Roy Scheider's dealing with his kid. Well, this will be the last thing we say about Roy Scheider, where he's doing something where he's putting his hand to his face because he's distressed, and the kid's imitating everything he does. It's fucking magic. So like good. Steven Spielberg is a magic fucking director. He's very good. <laughs> yes. He he knows he knows just how to play. Like he takes the audience, turns them, puts their little knees on his head and he plays them like a fucking fiddle. Like he knows how to play us. He's it's, really good at it.
0: It's amazing how good he was immediately. 'Cause like have you if ever seen not, Duel or Sugarland Express? Duel's incredible. I Duel's love Duel.
1: amazing.
0: Sugarland Express is also really good.
1: I've never seen Sugarland Express. It's one of the blind spots in his it's, category.
0: I mean, it's it's like a first feature. It's real just like scrappy and pretty good.
1: So that then leads Watch us on. to uh, there's another shark attack. The little Kintner boy is killed and his mother puts up a reward for people to come and take care of it. And they have a town meeting about it, which is, you know, we'll do it in order of how you meet him, which is where we meet Robert Shaw's character.
2: You, but it ain't gonna be easy. It's bad fish. It's not like going down the pond chasing bluegills or tommy This sharp, it's a swallow you whole. A little shaking, a little tenderizing, down you go. And we gotta do it quick. I don't bring back the tourists, so that'll put all your businesses on a paying basis. But it's not gonna be pleasant. I value my neck a lot more than 3,000 bucks, Chief. I'll fine him for three, but I'll catch him and kill him for 10. And you got to make up your minds. You want to stay alive and ante up? You want to play it cheap? Be on welfare the whole winter. I don't want no volunteers. I don't want no mates. There's too many captains on this island. $10,000 for me by myself. For that, you get the head. Tale, the whole damn thing. Thank you very much, Mr. Quint. We'll uh, we'll take it under advisement. Mr. Mayor, Chief, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Robert Shaw is a character named Captain Quint, and Quint is the local sea captain who's job is shark hunting that's what he does for a living i don't know how he makes money off of it but he does i mean does he make money off of it because he's like ten thousand dollars he seems he seems to hold to hold like a pretty prominent place on the docks he has like a place where he's boiling shark's teeth he must be doing something right maybe he sells the teeth maybe maybe this was at the height of shark necklaces and he was just on the cusp but before the bubble burst
0: I feel like the market after this movie is going to explode.
1: I want to say I want to say, say that I would love to have seen Robert Shaw in a movie where it's like a social network like movie, but he's trying to corner the shark teeth market necklace. Like that's that's what I would like to see. They're like you know what's a million shark teeth isn't cool. You know what's cool a billion shark teeth. Like that's the movie I want to see. It's just Robert Shaw, but he's in the place of Jesse Eisenberg in the Social Network. But it's social or it's uh, it's shark teeth. It's shark network. Yeah, shark, yeah, the shark network. So Robert Shaw runs his hands down. By the way, even on film, that noise is annoying. It's uh, the worst. And he basically says, you want this fish dead? $10,000. No one else goes with me. I do it myself. Bad idea, but I get where but he's coming si- from. But at the same time, you know everything you know about this character. He's obviously got what it takes to back it up. And he's a man who will do what it takes to get that money. He's He's a hired gun, is what mm-hmm. he is.
0: It's, yeah, no, it's a hell of an introduction. It's, it's,
1: uh, it's, by the way, I'm going to tell this right now. I looked at the Academy Awards for this year. Robert Shaw was not nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Fuck you, Academy. Sorry. This movie was up for picture. This movie won for score and sound. Where the fuck was Robert Shaw's nomination? He's incredible in this movie. I mean, out of the two, I'd probably give it to Dreyfus. I'm sorry. Do you not remember the scene where he talks about the Indianapolis
0: you no, know, yeah, that's a great scene. Do you not remember any of the scenes that Richard Dreyfuss is well, in in this okay, movie? Okay, okay.
1: Well, so we have to get to him. So, there, are, obviously, we have our hero, we have our heavy, and we need to have our comedic relief. A,
3: great white ladder, a big one. And any shark expert in the world will tell you it's a killer. It's a man-eater. Look, the situation is that apparently a great white shark has staked to claim in the waters off Amity Island. And he's going to continue to feed here as long as there is food in the water. And there's no limit to what he's going to do. I mean, we've already had three incidents. Two people killed inside of a week, and it's going to happen again. It happened before. The Jersey Beach, in there were five, five people, people chewed him. up in the surf. In Tell one week. Them. Tell them about the swimmers. A shark is attracted to the exact kind of splashing and activity that occurs whenever human beings go in swimming. You cannot avoid it. If you open the beaches on the 4th of July, it's like ringing the dinner bell, for Christ's sake. Mr. Vaughn, Mr. Vaughn, I pulled a tooth the size of a shot glass out of the rectal of a boat out there, and it was the tooth of a great white. It was Ben Gardner's boat. It was all chewed up. I helped tow it in. You, sh- you should have seen him. Where, where is that tooth? Did you see it, bro? No, oh, I didn't see it. He, he dropped it I him. had an He's accident. In.
2: And what did you say the name of this shark is?
3: It's a carcarid and carcarious. It's a great white. But you, you don't have the tooth. Look, we depend on the summer people here for our very lives. You are not going and to have a summer, close beaches, to close unless you We're not only going to have to close the beach; we're going to have to hire somebody to, to, to kill the shark. I mean, we're going to have to tell the coast guard. We're going to, to have to the shark. we are going to put expeditions on because we have to really the harbor. I don't mean one or one of you are familiar with our problems. Uh, I think that I am familiar with the fact that you are going to ignore this particular problem until it swims up and bites you on the ass. Now wait a second, wait a second. There are two ways to deal with this problem. You're either going to kill this animal or you're going to cut off its food supply. Larry, oh. we have to close the beaches. Brody, sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. Now, I want those little paint-happy bastards caught and hung up by their Buster Browns. That's it. Goodbye. I'm not going to waste my time arguing with a man who's lining up to be a hot lunch. I'm going to see no, his. Oh, no. Don't do this. He's not... Mr. Vaughn. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine, uh, an eating machine. It's really a miracle of evolution. All this machine does is swim and eat and make little sharks. And that's all. Now, why don't you take a long, close look at this sign? Those proportions are correct. Love to prove that, wouldn't you? Get your name into the National Geographic.
1: And Richard Dreyfus shows up and Richard Dreyfus is Matt Hooper from the Oceanographic Institute. So there's Brody, Quint and Hooper. Hooper is from the Oceanographic Institute and he is there to study sharks because they have called him because they say they have a shark attack in their waters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So tell me about Richard Dreyfus. He
0: is maybe my favorite performance in the movie. He is a guy who like doesn't know when not to talk. He's very funny. He's, Kind of a like shit heel, but like the thing, like the coolest thing about him is like he is nerdy, he's smart, he's unapologetically smart, but he's also like not afraid. Which I think up until this point, a lot of movies would have made him like say shit like he was a scared to go fight the shark, but like he does it. I don't know, I really like that performance. I love just his character That's fair. and its
1: art if the Oscars were built like they are now where you need to build them around ratings, mm-hmm. you would have had Dreyfus and Shaw against each other for supporting actor. I mean maybe. No, um, just to make it real interesting. Because do you know the story about them on set? They hated each other. Oh no, Shaw would just give him endless amounts of shit. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Like yeah, that and whole like hated yeah, that whole, like, you've been counting money all your life, Mr. Hooper. Like, that was, like, that was apparently the the mentality on set.
0: Yeah, so, uh, some real anti-Semitism, that's pretty Exactly. That's pretty
1: so they catch a shark, and that shark, they think, okay, well, we've caught the shark. And Richard Dreyfuss' character says, it's 100 to 1. It can't possibly be the shark. The bite radius isn't correct. It's not. It's And has, by the way, has one of my favorite moments where they go, what kind of shark is it? And Richard Dreyfuss, I think, has a pencil in his teeth. He goes, tiger shark. And the one guy goes, Oh, A what? I don't know all, and all the people like who are extras in this movie for the most part are from the island where they shot this. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Mm-hmm. I that's one thing I
0: kind of don't I don't particularly love. Some of the humor does come from like directly making fun of the people yeah, of but, this but place. But, that's,
1: but it captures the authenticity of it. I don't think they're making. <sighs> I don't think they're making fun of it. You want to know the funniest moment of the movie? Yeah, the funniest moment of the movie is where. After they catch that, what I call the false shark, because it's 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 a fake out, the woman who lost her little boy walks over to Chief Brody and she goes, Chief Brody? And she slaps him across the face and it cuts to Richard Dreyfus and he makes this look of like kind of like horror slash mixed with disgusted. He just goes, Ugh. like it's 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 it makes me laugh every single time. This like movie said, is ridiculously funny. I-
0: Dreyfus is very good, and I understand why he like definitely he wins the he wins a Oscar a couple years later in the good for the Goodbye Girl, which is awesome. I've never
1: I've never seen that.
0: It's a great performance,
1: and that's and see that's why I would be comfortable giving it to Shaw here because I know he wins later on for the Goodbye Girl.
0: Hold on, you talk about
1: something. I'm gonna look up who won that year. I'm gonna say this for Richard Dreyfus. I look at Richard Dreyfus and I think to myself, Richard Dreyfus would show up to the same films that Dustin Hoffman would be in, and he would see Dustin Hoffman and just go, fuck, God damn it! I didn't think he'd show, I thought he was busy, fuck. Like, he shows up to The Graduate, he's like, oh, fuck, there's Hoffman, great, fucking great. He shows up to fucking Marathon Man, he's like, oh, fucking look, there's fucking Dustin Hoffman. He shows up to Midnight Cowboys. he's like, oh, look who it is, it's Dustin fucking Oscar-winning Hoffman. Motherfucker. Not that he doesn't have his Oscar, but at the same time, I just, I feel like, He's a guy who should have had a better career than he did. You know, granted, he's in a thousand different things, and he's a fucking character acting legend.
0: Mm-hmm. He must have that yeah. opus. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, take your take your bow. <laughs> Make sure you keep your head low when you walk off the right oh, I'm shooting you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So those are your three principles. Another attack happens, and I'm going to say it. I think the girl getting killed is wrong. I think the little boy getting killed is wrong. By the way, not many deaths in this movie. I think there's like four deaths in this movie.
0: The beginning really does feel like kind of like a slasher movie. Although, uh,
1: actually, I'm sorry. There's five deaths because a dog dies. There's four deaths. That's a dog. How dare you? Dogs aren't people. His name was Pippet. Was Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The the stick just floating in the water. (laughs) It's so It's so funny because that guy's dog is dead. Now, if it was my dog, I'd be fucking erratic, but still. So, girl dies at the beginning, little boy dies, dog dies. (laughs) And then we get to the fourth guy, which pushes it over the line because now Brody's kid was almost in danger there's this, the, his kid gets to take a boat out because it's his birthday on the 4th of July. And his, all his friends are out there and they're on this little schooner thing. And there's this guy in a rowboat who's rowing over to them, which I, I got to tell you, Tyler, and I'm not going to say this too loud to wake up my wife. I don't know what it is about this guy, but I get a real pedophile vibe off of him. And I was yeah, really I happy to bad. watch. Yeah, like he goes, hey, fellas, what are you doing? And when he gets taken down, I'm like, yes, good. That's the one death the shark should have had. Uh, Yeah, when he got taken down, I was
0: like, Shark knows something.
1: Yeah, I think that shark is aware. If the mayor wanted to argue, he goes, he did take down Bernie, the local pedophile. He did take down Creepy Steve. (laughs) Creepy Steve, that's his name now. So he gets eaten, and it's at this point Brody has to take the step from guy who's trying to control the situation to guy who has to now solve the problem. Mm -hmm. And Brody says, we've got to hire Quint to kill this shark. And the mayor's like, "I I can't do that. He goes, you're the mayor of Shark City. You have to do it. And it now becomes where they hire Quint for the $10,000. And Quint, Hooper, and Brody are off on the second half of the movie, essentially, to find and kill this shark.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And That's... this is where, in my opinion, the movie really, really starts. Like, the movie's great. Don't get me wrong. The movie's traveling slowly towards a 10 at this point. But when you start off in this journey, it really starts like... You know when Mario gets the mushroom? <laughs> Yeah, he becomes like bigger. And he can jump higher. That's what this movie starts doing. The mushroom is when they start to go out to sea. I
0: I'm gonna disagree a little bit. And maybe maybe on maybe on like a rewatch I'll appreciate it more. I fucking love the beginning. Like I I think the beginning is. I do too, but I think
1: the think the second half, with the three of them out there, because you only have three people to rely on and they're all killing it.
0: Yeah, no, I I mean, they're very good. I just I think that beginning, I'm like, oh, it's like five stars. Like, this is, duh. Like, this oh, is yeah, one of the best
1: yeah, movies all the time. I, w- I was going to ask for everybody. yeah, it's five for me as well.
0: Like, in the beginning, I'm just like, oh, it's a big five. And then, like, a little later, I'm like, eh, maybe it's not. Maybe it's a little less. But, you know, maybe I'm, I'll I'll learn to appreciate it a little more once I rewatch it.
1: So, the three of them go out there, and the idea is that Quint says, I'm going to kill this shark. They they get a barrel into him. The idea is they're going to try to drag him to the surface. And, I mean, this is where we get the famous moment, you're going to need a bigger boat, which is fucking incredible. Mm. They try to stop him, and the shark eventually runs, and they they can't catch him. And we also we also get the relationship between Hooper and uh, Shaw, where he's just like, oh my God, what's the line? He goes, he goes. Well, it proves one thing, Mr. Hooper. He goes that you city college boys don't have enough education. You need to admit when you're wrong.
0: Shaw's a real, real dick in
1: this. He, I, I fucking love Robert Shaw. I, w- I would let, like, seriously, if I could, if I could reincarnate Robert Shaw at this time in his life, I'd be like, I hear you got a real drinking problem. You want to try some really good stuff? And he goes, he goes, oh, it'll cost an arm and a nominal leg. I go, no, booze is really cheap these days. Come on, buddy. All you need to do is just dunk on people at my birthday party, and I'll keep you supplied with booze. Like that would seriously, if I could have Robert, you know what? I would like a Robert Shaw impersonator for my birthday this year. All right, well. I can't get that to you. I'm sorry. Well, sounds like you failed. I did. Uh, happy July 4th, Ben. You know, you <laughs> wanted to celebrate America's independence by getting a Robert Shaw impersonator for your birthday, and you can't even have that.
0: I, I mean, are there Robert Shaw impersonators?
1: Hold on, let me there, look something there, up. There right should there. be. There should be. So the three of them are out there, and how long would you say they're out there? Maybe the course of, like, three days? It feels like three days. It feels like a lifetime. <laughs> and we get to see a scene of them at night, and this is the scene I really want to touch on
2: Chief, don't you worry about it, you. It won't be permanent. You wanna see something permanent? Boom, boom, boom. Hey, oh. <laughs> you wanna feel something permanent? Just put your hand underneath my cap. Just to be a little lump. Knock on all on St. Paddy's Day, Boston.
3: I got that beat. I got that beat. Some moray eel bit right through my wetsuit.
2: Well, nope, no. Listen, I don't know about that, but I entered an arm wrestling contest in Loki Barn, San Francisco. You see this? Now I can't extend that. Do you know why? I got to the semi final, celebrating my third wife's demise. Big Chinese fella, pull pulled me right over.
3: taking samples i got something for you
2: that's the thresher you see that thresher's tail thresher it's a shark you want to drink drink to your leg
3: i'll drink to your leg okay so we drink <laughs> <to> our legs <laughs> i got the creme de la creme right here hold on hey yeah, see that You're wearing a sweater. Right there. Mary Ellen Moffat. She broke my heart.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's that one? What? That one there, on your arm. Oh, well, it's a tattoo. I got that removed.
3: Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Mother. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what
2: is that? Mr. <laughs> that's the USS Indianapolis.
3: <laughs> You're on the Indianapolis?
2: What happened? Japanese submarine slammed two torpedoes into our side, Chief. It was coming back. The island of Tinian Delady just delivered the bomb, the Hiroshima bomb. 1,100 men went into the water. vessel went down in 12 minutes. Didn't see the first shark for about half an hour. Tiger, 13-footer, you know? You know that when you're in the water, Chief, you tell by looking from the dorsal to the tail. Well, we didn't know. Our bomb mission had been so secret, no distress signal had been sent. <laughs> they didn't even list us overdue for a week. Very first light, Chief, sharks come cruising. So we formed ourselves into tight groups. You know, it's... Kinda of like old squares in a battle like you see in a calendar like the Battle of Waterloo and the idea was shark comes to the nearest man that man he starts pounding and hollering and screaming sometimes the shark go away sometimes he wouldn't go away sometimes that shark he looks right into you right into your eyes you know the thing about a shark he's got lifeless eyes black eyes like a doll's eye he comes at you, he doesn't seem to be living until he bites you, and those black eyes roll over white, and then... Oh, then you hear that terrible high-pitched screaming. The ocean turns red, and in spite of all the pounding and the hollering, they all come in and they rip you to pieces. You know, by the end of that first dawn, Lost a hundred men. I don't know how many sharks, maybe a thousand. I don't know how many men they average six an hour. On Thursday morning, Chief, I bumped into a friend of mine, Herbie Robinson from Cleveland. A baseball player, a bosom's mate. I thought he was asleep. I reached over to wake him up. Bobbed up and down in the water, it was like a kind of top. Upended. Well, he'd been bitten in half below the waist. Noon the fifth day, Mr. Hooper, Lockheed Ventura saw us. He swung in low and he saw us was the young pilot a lot. Younger than Mr. Hooper anyway, he saw us and he came in low and three hours later a big fat PBY comes down and start to pick us up. You know, that was the time I was most frightened waiting for my turn. I'll never put on a life jacket again. So, 1,100 men went in the war. 316 men come out. The Sharks took the rest June the 29th, 1945. Anyway, we delivered the bomb.
1: Robert Shaw and them are hanging out and Robert Shaw and, and Hooper kind of, or Quentin Hooper don't, really like each other at the start but when booze gets brought out they're kind of buddies with each other
0: Mm -hmm. i don't think it's just that they're that the booze i think it's also like them like trading like war stories about sharks yeah i i love
1: that which which the whole time you're like okay matt hooper is and the beautiful thing is they give you a reason as to why each of them has their kind of connection to these things Roy Scheider's character is afraid of drowning. He does not like the water. Him being out there is a huge step. This shows that he really wants the shark on. Matt Hooper's character is a fucking marine biologist. He is a guy who loves sharks. And it's not until this point, we don't really know why Robert Shaw is out there. And Mm. Robert Shaw, you find out, was on the USS Indianapolis. And that was the ship that delivered the bomb that was the Hiroshima bomb. And that ship got taken down. And those men had to kind of wait it out to get rescued by a boat. And you find out that, like, fucking sharks attacked them while they were there. And you find out, oh, Robert Shaw hates sharks for a legitimate reason.
0: Robert Shaw's got a real Captain Ahab feel to him. Oh, I love
1: it. I, that, that, that speech, it's it's spellbinding. And apparently he was drunk while he did most of it.
0: I feel like he was drunk during the mo- most of the shooting.
1: I hope so. I hope he was. He's incredible he looks, in this movie.
0: I mean, if it is, he's method. Because I feel like the character is also supposed to be kind of glassy-eyed. You know what I'm feeling? Here,
1: here's to swimming with bow-legged women.
0: Yeah. All right. All right,
1: Grandpa. Here lies the body of Mary McGee, died at the age of 103. For 15 years, she kept her virginity. Not a bad record for this vicinity. Just so many bad old sea shanty lines. But he gives the speech and you're like, okay, there's a reason Robert Shaw's on that boat. He's killing that shark for money for sure. But the number two reason is it's a little bit of sick pleasure. One less like, shock in the world. Well, I mean, it's the line that Blade uses in Blade. He goes, every one of those vampires I kill, I get a little bit of my mother back. Like, it's it's the idea of, like, he goes, for every guy those sharks killed, I want to kill one of those sharks. So the shark comes back and starts to fucking just try to sink their boat. It's at this point I ask the question, where does the shark go from being, like, just kind of mildly annoying to full on dick?
0: well then if you've seen like i have jaws 4 <laughs> it's it's called i believe it's jaws the revenge jaws the revenge which i have for some reason seen not jaws the fourth one
1: is that the one that has michael Douglas? or M- michael king, king? michael yeah, king
0: and is the reason why he wasn't at the awards to accept his oscar yes it is do you know the quote that
1: he said about jaws 4 the revenge is something about like getting a new carpet or some some something his words were, "I have never seen Jaws: The Revenge. However, I have seen the house that it has bought me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that the sharks can get revenge. The shark wants revenge. The shark is a prick.
1: Like at one point, I'm like, okay, just an eating machine. But when that shark just starts trying to think, their book, I'm like, oh no, this shark is a dick. This I don't shark- know. I
0: feel like I feel like Jaws can think. I want to call the shark Jaws. I feel like Jaws can think.
1: Do you know? Okay, fun fact. Do you know the name that it was called on set? Floss. No, it was called Bruce. And do you know Uh. why? It was named after Steven Spielberg's lawyer. Ah, hey, that's that's fun. Which, for all you people with children who are letting them listen to this, which, by the way, what the fuck, cock shit, are you doing that for? Bruce is also the name of the great white in Finding Nemo. That's fun. Yeah, it is. It's a little fun fact. So this is... The ending of the movie, where the three of them are kind of sinking the boat and they have to kill this shark, so they say, Let's put Matt Hooper in a cage, lower him down, we'll try to do it. And no, that doesn't work. And then the shark decides, You know what? I'm gonna eat that Robert Shaw. He killed, he's been killing a lot of my brothers. This is, this is personal, ah,
0: ah, ah. like his oh. death is amazing. I his love it de- so yeah. much. <laughs>
1: when he spits up the blood and you're just like, yeah. yeah. By the way, this makes me ask the question, have you ever seen Must Love Jaws? No. Please put this in the show. Just YouTube this on your own and put this in the show notes. Okay. It is a trailer recut to the idea of what if Jaws was like a romantic comedy.
0: Uh, okay, yeah, all
1: oh, right. No, oh, no, it's amazing. You'll love it. Ugh. If you don't, don't put it in there, and I'll take this out, but let me know. I think you'll enjoy it. We'll see. I'll, it'll probably be in there. Yeah, so... It comes down to Jaws versus Brody, and Brody fucking steps up. I mean, we don't need to spoil this movie. People have seen this movie. It's gonna be on fucking July fourth. It's gonna be on when you guys hear this podcast. Come on,
0: he yeah. kills
1: Jaws. One more, need? Yeah. And him and Matt Hooper uh, paddle back to shore again. By the way, the original ending of the book is much darker. Fucking, he lets Matt Hooper die because Matt Hooper fucked his wife. What? Oh yeah, the book is so dark, apparently.
0: All right. Well, I know what I'm reading over this summer.
1: <laughs> You're gonna read *Jaws* on the beach? Yeah. Look at everybody be like, I'm reading *Jaws*. You're gonna read *Jaws* on the beach while drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon.
0: <laughs> no, I'm gonna drink a Rainier because I
1: live in the Pacific Northwest. Thank I, you. I don't. I don't know where you live. All I know up there is they have Portlandia and Voodoo Donuts. I don't know beyond that yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a five. this This movie's incredible. This is the yeah. perfect movie to watch on july. it's It's a movie that feels hot the way it oh, does.
0: Listen. I'm not gonna I, I'm gonna say it's a four for me, but like I'm not gonna
1: argue, yeah, it's 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 an absolute five. This is in my five favorite movies. I could put this on it. I mean, I watch it once a year so it doesn't, like, get wore out, but I could put this on at any time. I put it on the other day to watch it so we could talk about this. This movie started the summer blockbuster. Whatever movie you're going to see this July 4th, like, you're going to go see Spider-Man Far From Home, it's because of Jaws. Movies weren't popular in the summer.
0: Uh, Did it come out in the summer? Oh, yeah. This was huge. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that makes sense. Have you seen the clip of when Spielberg realizes he's not going to nominate for Best Director? (laughs) Carol, can everybody in this room have coffee, with the exception of myself, who would like a cup of
2: tea? Who has
0: the envelope? We're ready. Do you have the envelope? What show show is it going to come on?
2: For the best achievement in Direction, Federico Fellini for Amacord, New World Pictures. Stanley Kubrick for Barry Lyndon, Warner Brothers. Sidney Lumet for Dog Day Afternoon, Warner Brothers. Robert Altman for Nashville, Paramount. And oh i didn't
0: get it i didn't get it i wasn't nominated uh, i got beaten out by fellini just fucking joey
1: Spinelli. oh i didn't get it i didn't
0: get nominated he's a wacky guy that's Spielberg. It's so funny it's yeah so funny.
1: but yeah so that will conclude this small mini episode of two white guys talking film obviously you've seen this movie obviously yeah I don't know when our next one will be. It'll be whenever something strikes mine or Tyler's fantasy. He's like, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about Labor Day. And I'll be like, the holiday? He's like, no, the movie Labor Day. <laughs> He's like, I want to do it on Labor Day. Ugh. It's going to be Ben being like, you haven't seen Star Wars. Yeah. Wait, you've, wait, what? What? No, don't don't say that. What? What are you talking about? Uh, but point being is, no, you haven't seen Dune. We know that. We haven't seen Dune, yeah. So that will lead us out of this. Uh, this is TWGTF, or Two White Guys Talking Film. And, of course, you guys can always find us on our Twitter page, which is at Pod. You can also follow me at ET Critic for the Empty Theater Critic. You can follow Tyler at... Mm, don't. D- don't follow him. Just and don't. guys, And, guys, I can't speak for Tyler, but I think I will, because I think he'll agree. Have a good, safe Fourth of July.
0: Yeah, don't. Uh, get eaten by sharks,
1: and make sure you guys find out where fireworks are going off so you can help your dogs not be scared.
0: Yeah, that's a good point.
1: Yeah, don't let them end up like Pippet.
0: R.E.P. Pippet.
1: <laughs> One love, Pippet.
0: One love, Pippet. He's up in the big doggy park in the sky now.
1: He's just running and digging. He went to a farm, chasing
0: sticks.
2: Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I wanna go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago. It got right to my